This is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people. And from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. The other day, I have decided to watch a documentary on Netflix called Crip Camp. And it's something that caught my eye because it was mentioned on social media. And I know that it has been mentioned on a few film festivals as well. And it was interesting to me because it really talks about disability activist movement that was happening in the 70s from then on and it was based in the US and it all kind of started from this camp and it was very intriguing for me because I'm ashamed to say that I didn't know a lot about these movement and that's the whole point of a documentary is to raise the awareness of the forgotten history of disability movements and fighting for political change and fighting for equal rights and that was a documentary I thought okay maybe I can get some knowledge and then read more about it over time so I've decided to do a review of Crip Camp and I'm not going to do any spoilers maybe there'll be a few things here and there that I'll share with you but won't be spoiler because overall I recommend highly recommend that you watch it at your own time don't forget that if you want to support this channel you can do so on my Patreon page and I'll put the link in the description and you can also do that just a few dollars a month and it also helped me to create the content and to make sure that I make it as high quality as possible accessible as possible and just to make sure that to improve deaf awareness as well which is something that I'm very passionate about so link is in the description check it out I've got no experience of going to a summer camp I've been to like a few events here and there as a kid that lasts for a week, not necessarily a camp, you go away, but maybe like an activity for a week in the same town that I lived in. So I have no experience about that. I don't know what it's like, but because of a lot of movies, I've got an idea of how it works. So Crip Camp is really about that camp, Jened is what it's called. And I think it started in the 50s and it had to close down in the late 70s. But it's just like any other camp. Loads of teenagers that come and get together from different backgrounds and different nationality, different whatever situation they're in, and they all come together in the camp and tend to be about a topic, maybe it's about activities, maybe for sports, maybe for whatever reason, and that was the idea. But Camp Jeanette was different because the people who attended there were all disabled variety and a lot of them from what I've seen in the documentary are wheelchair users and that's all I can visibly see because there are obviously others that would have hidden invisible disability that we're not aware of and that's something that we need to be aware of that there are hidden invisible disabilities. So that's the only thing different about Camp Jeanette and I'm sure there are other camps like that in the US and probably across the world that is there to be helpful and accessible and catered for people with disabilities, especially those what looks like mobility, again, wheelchair users. So that was the whole story of it. It starts there and people get together and it's just like any teenager, again, it's a way to get away from the parents. You don't have to be kind of overprotective or overcaring and this is the story that some of them were talking about in the documentary that it was nice to get away from parents who were have good intention but they were overprotective and it felt like they were being held back sometimes they wanted to be able to 
do things like everyone else and rightly so. So the camp is just an opportunity for everyone to just be free, but also be around people who are just like each other. And that's a hard thing to find if you are disabled and you live maybe in a small town or a small city or you're not exposed to that environment, you haven't been brought up in that environment. You don't get exposed to other people who are facing the same challenges as you and that makes it quite hard sometimes to understand who you are as a person and I'm speaking from experience because that's something that I've never had when I grew up is I was not exposed to a lot of people who are deaf or hard of hearing and sometimes I wish I had been brought up like that but other time you just go with the flow you just go with that direction until you find it in your own way. Anyway back to the documentary the whole thing is that in this particular moment in the uh, in the documentary in the 70s there was one particular summer where as usual everyone gets together they have conversation they talk about it but it then started to become more political and more empowering because that was the moment where they decided you know what I'm fed up of being treated like a second class citizen and I don't want to do it anymore I'm tired of it everyone agreed and then you empower each other you feel more motivated to do something about it and there are a number of individuals there who decided to do something about it and one in particular Judy Human, and she was a counsellor in the camp and she's also a wheelchair user and she became one of the main activists but she's not alone she had a lot of people around her but she became the central figure of the documentary along with a few others and began to kind of be vocal about it and it really started when she decided to sue New York because they didn't want to give her a license to be a teacher and that was like no that's not going to happen and she decided that's not fair I'm going to go for it and that when people started to get that ball rolling because in the beginning it was tough they were rejected people were not listening to them and it was just not seen as important enough and of course you can imagine back then in the 70s most of the time there are very little accessibility that we have right now right now we have more it's not enough we need even more but i'm talking like lifts and escalators there were talks in the in the documentary about how it's going to cost too much money to put lifts in certain situation or to remove steps or to allow other ways to enter a building it was like not worth it just too much money so forget about it and that just kind of like made people more just get more energy more riled up and more determined to do something about it because it was a moment where they thought no enough is enough so the first half of the documentary was mainly based at a camp. You see lots of black and white footages of loads of activities, people getting together, people talking about their experiences and sharing their own thoughts. And you get to see that and it builds up to that story. It's like an incremental step to what the second half of the documentary is about, which is the whole activism that happened and what they actually did. But it was really nice to see those moments of the camp and people getting together, people laughing, people angry people frustrated people happy loads of emotions like you get probably in most camps because it's a time to reflect it's a time to think about it and especially when you are with people who are in the same situation as you you get to think about things 
So that was a, a nice moment to watch and gradually you build it up to the actual activist movement, the disability rights happening. And it was really interesting to see. It's really amazing because I was not aware of the 504 sit-in movement. And it was mainly around the 25-day sit-in at the San Francisco Department of Health, Education and Welfare. That was in 1977. And that was... A moment where they pushed hard for that right, equal rights for people who are disabled. And that became a big thing. It rolled and rolled and rolled and it really, really was amazing to watch. I don't want to go too much details about the actual legislation of that sitting. So it's called the 504 because there is a section 504 of a law that they wanted to make sure that it's going to implement it. And this is where in 1977, they demanded federal regulation to guarantee like civil rights for the disabled. And that was the moment where I thought this needs to happen. And it also became kind of a catalyst to the Disabilities Act as well in America. And that was a turning point as well. Again, it's not a solution because it doesn't mean that it provides everyone the solution that they're looking for because it's still ongoing even today. It still needs to be implemented if things need to be done better because you can kind of get away with it but again that was the moment where people really started to be vocal about it and even from my own personal perspective I got emotional and I at first I was confused why am I getting emotional because really the big focus of it was for those who are wheelchair users that was the main main focus but then there were obvious signs of sign language interpreters and they are obviously you know deaf and hard of hearing people there as well and they were brought in now and then especially during times where they needed to communicate from afar like for example inside the building where they're doing a sitting communicate with someone outside it was quite funny to see that there's one person said i can communicate and it's basically signing from inside to outside over long distance that's the benefit of sign language i suppose and I got emotional, I think it's because I understand. And I understand the constant barriers and fights and frustration and being treated second class. And I, I can get that feeling. But at the same time, I was confused because I shouldn't feel sad because I do have certain privileges that they don't have. For example, I'm not a wheelchair user, so I don't have those issues that they will face. I'm not profoundly deaf, so I don't have the same issues that they will face. So at times I thought I should not be emotional because I don't think it should affect me and I don't think that I will benefit from it. But in a way, I am. I think it does make sense for me. I can relate to a lot of the things that they're talking about. It was very empowering documentary and uh, it's just really good to watch. And I don't want to say that it's like a feel-good factor because there's an element of people will be thinking where it's like inspiration porn and it's not about that. It's an important part of history where it was a moment that they needed to change the opportunity to have equal rights for disabled people. At least that was in America. But it was a forgotten part of history that, to be honest, I just didn't know about. So I'm glad I watched it. I recommend that you watch it. I put the link to the trailer in the description you can watch that and uh, i'll just give you give you a feel of what it's about but i do recommend you watch it on netflix and 
it has been picked up gradually in the Sundance and different film festivals and then it has been picked up by the Obamas who were involved in producing it and the good thing as well it was disability led so the people behind the scene producing it were also disabled at least most of them were anyway so the right people were involved even those who were at the camp and were involved in the movement they were heavily involved whether it's behind the scene or doing the interview itself so that was a very important part I recommend that you watch it, you really should do that. If you get a chance, I'd love to know what you think in the comments and uh, it'd be great to see other people's thoughts about it because I really enjoyed it. It was very, very good. And uh, hopefully it will also make you think about, right, there are people doing things in the background that we didn't know about. But at the same time, I want you to be aware that it doesn't mean that everything is perfectly fine in the world because there are a ton of accessibility problems in the world but let's hope that we are going in the right direction let me know what you think if you watch it i'd love to hear your opinion don't forget as well to subscribe and like to make sure that you want more of this kind of content it'd be great to know your thoughts on it in the meantime i will speak to you again soon take care thank you for listening to the hear me out cc podcast courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.